You're listening to Filmmakers Drinking Bourbon. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Alex. And this is Frank. And we are filmmakers. And we're drinking bourbon. That we are. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. And in the beginning, that was Brandon, who's no longer here. I've lost my headphones. Well, I see them. They're on your head. There I found them. They oh, were yeah. on my head. Oh, got it. Okay. It's like when you put your glasses up there and you're asking everybody, where are my glasses? Yeah, pretty much. I do that sometimes. Pretty much. Yeah. What's up, man? Not too much. What are we drinking today? We are uh, we're on the patriotic Americana train here. We are drinking Evan Williams' American Hero Edition. Oh, yeah. Nice. Kentucky straight bourbon whiskey. So, back to one of the standards. Evan Williams, nothing special. Not bad. Right? What do you think? It's decent. <laughs> it's bourbon. <laughs> I think it's my first time having Evan Williams. Really? Have you ever had their eggnog? No. They make an eggnog during the holiday times. It's it's really good. I that like would it. be good. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. So what's going so, on? Um, do you know what CPG stands for? Oh, no, I don't. I was going to try to make up something funny, but I'm not feeling funny. <laughs> uh, it's consumer packaged goods. So we're just talking about that whiskey bottle, the bourbon oh, bottle. Yeah. Um, so I don't know if you ever, you ever probably been in the situation where you're at a, a grocery store and you, you see a bag of pretzels and they're like three bucks and, and they're making you thirsty. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, they might be 10 ounces and then like, okay. And then, you know, you come back about a month later and you see the bag of pretzels has been redesigned. Like, like, um, sure. You slap on the new label. Like, Oh, new look, same, same flavor, new same look. flavor. <laughs> and then you go to check it out. It's still $3. Like, Oh, perfect. And then you get home and you realize it's a seven and a half ounce bag. Yes. So that's called a weight out in that industry. And really, basically that happens because of different economic or uh, competitive factors. And basically I'm wondering if maybe we should do a weight out for our show. <laughs> Strip out some of the quality and deliver the same, <laughs> same, brand. same quality, just less of it. <laughs> oh God. Because, yeah. you know, our time's limited. It is. We're only on this earth for a limited amount of time, Frank. Yeah. yeah. So maybe we can uh, slap a new label on it, be commuter friendly, maybe keep it the 30 minutes, 45 minutes. You know what? I, I agree with you. I, I think that would benefit everyone. I think uh, we've heard from a few people that, you know, they start listening to an episode, you know, they got a 30, 45 minute car ride to wherever they're going, have to pause the episode when they get there. Some of them are what? Hour 20. Mm -hmm. pretty long uh and then they either never end up finishing it or have to finish it another day it's just yeah yeah we just can't keep doing these hour-long episodes all the time so we're gonna hey, we're getting old man yeah. we're ah oh, my body just can't take it anymore we're gonna we're gonna try it out <laughs> i feel like most most of the population doesn't notice the the wait out when it happens yeah i don't think most of our listeners will notice or throw a fuss if they do maybe we'll think about changing it back you know the only reason i think they'll notice is because you're literally telling them what we're doing <laughs> maybe uh no i think it, being more like fun size bite size chunks uh you know packing as much at least a quality in, as we can into 30 45 minutes is good yeah we can be more efficient um and still deliver the um 
same type of content without nearly as much ramble, mm. but still keep it conversational. But you know, I do love to ramble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love it. So love it so much I'm doing it right now. You are. Oh, uh, well, cool. Yeah. What, uh, speaking of our listeners. Okay. So we've had comments about length and everything. We haven't read any reviews in a while. No, we haven't. I think we should. Do you have one? Uh, I'm going to let you have it. Here, take it. What's it say? This one is called One of the Best Podcasts for Filmmakers. And it's by N. Brown, 9887. He was born in the future? He could be. Born in 9887. Wow. Okay. I'm a student at Full Sail University, which must still exist in the future, Mm. and have had a passion for creating videos and photos for most of my life. I have been listening to podcasts about filmmaking for about a year, but just recently stumbled upon FDB. I really love the atmosphere on the show and how it's educational, but also fun to listen to. It is worth the listen. It, it is worth it to listen to old episodes. Can't wait for more new ones. Well, your wait's over. <laughs> Here they are. Brand new, repackaged, same flavor. <laughs> awesome, man. Sweet. Uh, so about a year. Cool. Full Sail. We have a lot of listeners from Full Sail. We do. Yeah. Have you ever been down to, is it, it's in Orlando, right? It's somewhere in Florida. I think yeah. so. What a cool It always looks um, cool. Like when uh, Film Riot used to play the, the Full Sail commercials oh, yeah. during the episodes, like some of the commercials like looked really cool when they're like building sets and like had that back lot. And yeah. I was like, oh, that'd be, that'd be sweet. Yeah. It's more like technical based from what I hear. They, a lot of people that went there that I know say you get out of it what you put into it. Mm-hmm. So I've heard a lot of people say, oh, you know, blah, blah, rant and rave about how f- terrible Full Sail is. But you have so much equipment. You have some you have great faculty opportunities to do cool stuff. It's just, it's like any school. Yeah. Like if you put the energy in, you're going to get good you stuff. You can go out. to NYU and get a crappy experience too. Sure. If you're just drunk all the time on bourbon and yeah. not paying attention in class. Yeah. When, one of the, um, I don't know if they still do it because I think a lot of the production in Florida has dried up, but I know... You know, I've heard people say they go to full sale that they they do like work on a lot of the um, when the TV shows used to come through there and yeah. like the music videos, especially down there. They got like real hands-on experience. Which, Is it like an internship kind of a thing? I don't Do know. They place you. I'm not sure. Yeah, It'd be interesting to know. Uh, we have another review. Can I read that one? Sure, go. It says, "As fun as it is informative," by Sofa Couch Movie Films. I wonder if his first name is Sofa Couch and his last name is Movie Films. That's what it says. Interesting. Who are Mr. and Mrs. Movie Films that decided to name their kids Sofa Couch? Anyway, as a full-time corporate video monkey and a part-time maker of short films, DP, writer, sometimes director, I have many, many podcasts on the subject matter of filmmaking and video production in my queue. FDB is one of the ones that I most look forward to. I almost always get a laugh, but more importantly, excellent info about the business and craft of filmmaking. Congrats on the 100 episodes. Looking forward to many more. Sweet. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, we, we like being at the top of your queue. We can feel it all the way from here. Mm-hmm. We love it. So, sweet. Thank you, Sofa Couch Movie Films. Yeah. So, um, last episode we talked, we asked um, listeners to give us their feedback on the direction of the show. A uh, few people have... Uh, reached out to us and mm-hmm. they seem to say keep it the same keep same doing better. it <laughs> the what keep it better we love it just be better <laughs> just just do more better <laughs> cool and here we are changing the time format but yeah, it's just time 
Um, they also chimed in on the Slack group versus the, the Facebook group. Yeah. So far, there hasn't been a ton of people who've responded to that, but everyone but one has said Slack. Really? What was the uh, what was the argument on why Slack over Facebook? Most people didn't give an argument, really? um, but the arguments that they did give, um, Wes gave an argument that I, it's hmm. texted us and I can't remember what it said, but. Oh yeah. yeah. He's talking about how, uh, uh another group, uh, that has a, another podcast has a group on Facebook and it got a little cluttered and hard to police mm -hmm. and it wasn't really like broken into specific subcategories. So they actually moved it from Facebook to a website based another a different website like a, a forum yeah so he's like you know you could take a note from that and kind of see that you should stay where you're at yeah i i think people feel that slack <coughs> is more of a a tight-knit filmmaking community around like a campfire sure type of thing and facebook they feel like it's just a hodgepodge i kind of agree I, i'm i'm a little surprised though really? because i think most people are on facebook every day and so it'd be easy just the yeah. I see a notification like, oh, I, I feel like there'd be more interaction, but like, I mean, I can't lie with the, the stats that are coming in so far. So, sure. Why well, I, I like Slack is is un. Uh, I, I haven't been very active on Slack, so for everyone out there on the group, I apologize. I I intend to do more of that this year. It's been a crazy end of last year and start to this year. Lots of different projects that we're gonna kind of get into a little bit, but. Uh, that's one of my goals is to be a little more active on Slack um, and with the FTB community in general and kind of, you know, there's people that ask for feedback and so I'm like, oh God, I forgot to get back to so-and-so on his reel or, mm -hmm. you know, but uh, I, you know, I have Slack right underneath my Instagram on my phone. It's like, it should be so easy. Yep. I'm just a slacker, I guess. So, sorry. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll talk about, um, talk about your goals in a minute, but uh, you just touched on, um, some projects you've been working on? Yeah. There's been a ton, man. You you know what I've been working on. So w which one do you want to talk about or which one do you want me, me to talk about? Can we talk about the, the two that dropped today? Today, Just okay. Just touch on them? Sure. Touch on them. Well, they're not physical, so I can't actually... I'm just kidding. Um, so today is January 12th. Uh, you'll probably hear this podcast, I don't know, next week sometime? It's on your sheet. It's on my sheet. So you give me notes and I don't even read them. Because I'm a bad, bad guest. <laughs> um, yeah, so you'll hear it on Monday, January 15th, so in three days. It's a quick turnaround, Bart. You sure you can do that? Bart gave me a thumbs up. He's good. All right, so I had two music videos released today. One was for Red Sun Rising, which is a rock band originally out of Akron. Uh, they're killing it right now. They released a new song off their upcoming sophomore album the song's called death wish uh and it was directed by brad gollowin who we've mm -hmm. had on the show a couple times we need yeah. to have him back honestly i feel like that's how we should break it down is have brad, have brad on and talk about what what his idea was and how we actually did it yeah um but i'd the, be down with that is he done touring with the, like he was yeah yeah, yeah. he went to europe and he missed out on russia he wanted to go to russia with them but Ooh. they're like big in russia i guess maybe because it says red Sunrising? I don't know. If that's yeah. a thing. That may be, uh, you know, uh, bad. But <laughs> yes, he's done. And we should have him on and break it down. Uh, so that was, yeah, Red Sunrising, Death Wish was a song. Brad Gollum, the director. 
it's about the end of the world uh, and how various it's vignettes of various people dealing with the fact that the world's going to end. You don't know why it's going to end. You just know it's going to end. So it was one day of performance, uh, a band performance in a built set that crumbles and the light changes as the song progresses. And then the second day was all storyline, just like 16 hour day shooting. Again, these vignettes of how people are dealing with the end. Crazy, crazy, but it's cool. And it's out and you can go check it out on Vivo. Ah, don't watch it on, on YouTube. It, it's a kind of a sore subject. Like compression's really bad. Video compression online. Can you explain any? Uh, I guess. So the late, from my understanding, the label released it to Vimeo, like that, or Vivo. That was the original, like, okay, we're going to give you the full high-res thing. Here you go, Vivo. Put it up. Mm-hmm. Looks great on Vivo. Looks fine. YouTube, where most people watch most videos, yep. right? That's where you get tallies of views and all that jazz. Somehow they did their own compression or Vivo did compression going to YouTube in somewhere, somewhere in the chain. One of the links was a really small link that they had to force a big file through. And it, you ever played an eight bit video game? Like a while ago. Yeah, exactly. So it's kind of like that (laughs) where you're like, I think I can tell what's what's going on. (laughs) Yeah. It's not a style choice. It's a just lack of care and you're sure that youtube's just not still processing the video i'm not sure of anything frank at this stage of my life uh no not sure of anything but all i can tell you is it's been up for since midnight it's now 2 p.m and uh still looks like garbage so i can assure you people fine folks of video land that we didn't shoot garbage Uh, anyway, no, it's a good-looking video. Check it out on Vivo. Uh, Brad, the director, I'm sure is going to release a, uh, a, a director's edit or whatever on Vimeo, which is my preferred viewing platform. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of our listeners and a lot of filmmakers out there choose Vimeo because they, you know, they support high-quality files and don't compress the bejesus out of it. Yep. Anyway, sorry. Talking about ranting and raving and going on long sentences. There you go. Second video. Floor is the band, F-L-O-R. Great band out of L.A. Uh, The song was called Rely, and the director was Mark Eshelman, who I do 21 Pilots stuff every once in a while. Mm -hmm. Um, And that was a really cool video. uh, It's hard to explain. It's kind of like Stranger Things vibe. Okay. So kids with flashlights. The band are the kids guys with flashlights their car breaks down they stumble across a house uh there's a light orb creature vfx creature that we did following them the colors in the house change from normal to neon colors at one point and then they have a big band performance outside the house with every window in the house flashing a different multicolored led it's awesome was that um when you went to la in october we actually shot that in columbus oh LA in October was, um, I forget what that was. Justice. That was a justice video. Yeah. So there's been a lot of stuff recently, but again, that video floor got compressed to hell and back and then back to hell. That makes me think one of the monkeys at YouTube hasn't got around to, I know they need to feed the monkeys, (laughs) right? Maybe if they give the monkey bourbon, I wonder if that would help. Would it be worse? It'd be one or the other. Maybe the monkey would upload somebody else's video with your title and like, be kind of funny. Video roulette. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, but it's it's a fun video. Again, uh, Mark, I'm sure, is going to release uh, the the full version, the high-quality version on Vimeo. The, you know, then I will pump it out. Uh, right now, if you want to see, you know, storyline, Mark did a great job, uh, came up with an awesome concept, and the edit's fantastic. The performances from the guys in the band are fantastic. The VFX are fantastic. But it's just got compressed to nothing on Vimeo. So, wait, you know, you can go check it out now, Floor Rely. Um, but wait on the Vimeo link because you'll see it in all its sharp anamorphic glory. Yeah. And when that gets fixed, uh, do you also want to break that one down? I'd love to, dude. Yeah, we haven't had Mark on at all. So we should have Mark down. He's in Columbus as well. He's right there, hour and a half away. Uh, have him on and we'll go through the whole process. Brad and carpool down here. <laughs> yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, do back to back. Cool. Yeah, man. So some good stuff, some frustrations on the uh, things I can't control end, but... That's life. Overall excited to finally have those videos out because we did those shot those months ago. You know, it's like, oh, God, when's it going to be done? Here it is. When did you shoot The Public? The Public, we shot... Um. Oh, no, that was a year ago. Okay. Yeah, so we were talking about this earlier, and yeah. I was like, wait, how's it already out? No, we shot that... For some reason, I was thinking it was shot in the fall or something. No, too. it was like yeah. January of 2017. So it was the beginning of 2017. So that's reasonable. Yeah, so one full year. Yeah. yeah. That feels like yesterday, though. Yeah. <laughs> the Public with Emilio Estevez, directed by Emilio Estevez. It's coming out on the 31st of this month. That's crazy. We'll probably talk about that later. I mean, we should. Yeah. Might have a have to have some special guests on and talk about it yeah hint hint wink wink nudge nudge clink clink yeah <clears throat> anyway but yeah the public's out on the 31st you informed me i didn't even know that so pretty excited yeah pretty excited what have you been working on um well, basically you and i haven't talked in a while yeah what i'm working on what i'm excited about um what i'm excited about is 2018 happy new year by the way yeah you as well um what I'm working on is what I'm going to do in 2018. Really? Yeah. What are you working on? <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you going to do? I I'm actually, say. since I was so busy in December, I'm actually a little late to the game with my goals and trying to wrap those up for the year. Yeah. Uh, do you set goals every we, year? We, so my wife and I did for the last two years. We, we haven't yet done it for 2018. Okay. So I'm sure we will. I have goals in my head, like personal things I want to achieve, but I haven't put them to paper yet. Do you normally put them to paper? Yeah. yeah. And we hang them up on a, <clears throat> on a uh, like push pin board and never reference them again. Yeah. Uh, like most people. Like most people. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to drop 30 pounds and get shredded, bro. <laughs> All right. Where's the Cheetos? Yeah. So um, do you have, when you're doing your goals, do you have, do you just come up with how many goals do you come up with uh i don't ever set a number it's it, i break them down into personal goals family goals and professional goals yeah and so i have you know whatever i want to achieve in those brackets yeah that's similar to what i do i uh, personal goals and then business goals like professional goals um but then yeah. i also break professional things down into di different projects huh. like i would have goals for this podcast yeah yeah that are different than some other things and 
I don't know. That might just be my way to have a lot more goals than I probably should during the year. Sure. Um, That's good though. Yeah. I feel like, you know, the more goals you have, the more goals you will hit. So if you have a lot of goals, you might have a small percentage of them, but you'll hit more than if you only had like five goals. Yep. Yep. Or maybe it just distracts you from what really matters. That's a... I am trying to narrow my focus down a bit. Mm. Um, but one of the things I want to do this year is kind of, um, I, I kind of mentioned that actually it might've been the first thing I said when I first came on the podcast was that I like to operate out of the shadows. Mm. Um, like Lucifer. Yeah. <laughs> and what I would like to do this year is kind of step out of the shadows some more. Um, I, I'm, I'm just finding a lot of people don't know really who I am or no, what I can do. They need to. And I've been operating that way because it's, you know, I've just enjoyed it. And sure. it, it's time for a change. A new and, Frank. And um, it's probably held me back in my career quite a bit hmm. doing it that way. Are you talking about in the in general or the podcast? Um, in general, really? actually. Like, for example, um, the way my... Um, filmmaking profession and, and business operates is that we kind of operate as a ghostwriter. And so we do um, a lot of work where we don't take credit for the work at all. We can't show the work. Mm. And so like, I've never had a reel. Yeah. Um, I've rarely been able to show people stuff that I've done and it's always worked out, but I kind of want to start expanding my reach. So to say, sure. And, and working with some new people and, it's really hard to go to a new person like, oh, trust me, I can do this stuff. Yeah. This well, is a very done. Like, I can't show you industry. anything, but trust me. <laughs> yeah. Cool. So, so you're, I, I assume with that, you're working on cutting a reel uh, or on getting more uh, uh, public-facing projects? More public-facing projects. I still want to keep the um, that part of the business intact a bit. The shadow be, government? Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, th I think it works out to some degree, but I do yeah. want to start, I'm purposely seeking projects where I can actually share with people to do. What, um, what kind of projects would those be in like what sphere, I guess, uh, music video narrative that I can share with people. Yeah. What would you want to do? Corporate, like public facing corporate commercial music video, uh, narrative work. Uh, I, I really don't mean this as a cop out, but I would like to do something in each yeah. that I can show people that I, yeah I can do yeah yeah I have a wide range of stuff I can do um the main thing is um I'm not too worried about the narrative part because the narrative stuff usually doesn't like bring in too much money sure um and like I really don't I don't have the capacity to work on too many <laughs> like super low paying or um no paying gigs that seem to be flying around I'm with you all, yeah. all over the place <clears throat> so i mean if, if that means i stick to the corporate stuff mainly um i do want to um one of my goals is to um i feel it's kind of reasonable especially since like i know since nobody knows me i'd have to start out in like a pa position but i i really want to work on a, fe a big feature really this year yeah. interesting is there a, a specific uh, I guess more generally, like who is Frank? Is there a specific genre of film that you would want to work in? Hmm. 
it maybe it ties back to what you like watching, but maybe it's not. Maybe it's something completely different. I don't know. I don't. Really, I would say not musical. Like really? Not a musical. Other than that, like a music video is fine, but not a musical. Yeah. Um, other than that, like it's fine. Like Fair game anyway. Yeah. yeah, like like I know a lot of people used to like bad mouth, like be like grumpy that like, oh, I'm, I'm just working on Sesame Street or some Nickelodeon show. Like that's cool. Sure. Gets and exposure. if you working on, you know, some Spielberg thing, that's cool too. Like I'm not, I'm not a film snob. Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, do you, so do you have? I'm a, kidding. What? Yeah, you seem to take a lot of like whatever comes to Cincinnati. That's big enough. And yeah, no, no, no. I just because I like the craft of filmmaking in general. Yeah. So, and when I work um, on features as an operator, um, every film, so every genre is kind of it's got kind of inherent style that goes with it. <laughs> And they all provide something really interesting. So, like a horror film, you know, you're going to have a lot of handheld usually uh, on a low budget horror film. That's fun to me. I like putting the camera on my shoulder and getting in there with the actors and you know finding cool stuff, dramas, love stories, you know, whatever. You know, probably a little more sticks and dolly and like lockdown mm-hmm. shots, and that's awesome to me as well. Like finding a really good composition. And working with a dolly grip and like doing this really cool move, that's awesome as well. So every genre, every film provides its own kind of style. So yeah. it's all great. Mm-hmm. Like you said, you know, I, I'm not going to limit myself to to one thing because I want to do it all and I want to do it forever. Yep. So there you go. Yeah. So yeah, one one big feature I want to work on uh, three music videos. And um, I want to work with 12 new people this year. This year? Wow. Mm-hmm. Sweet. One a month. It seems super doable. Totally. So. You've never worked with me, Frank. I have not. Except right now. Except for the podcast. But that's not work. That's play. <laughs> that's that's just fun. You know? Make it a goal. Mm-hmm. Work with your buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway. Um, speaking of that, I mean, we're, you know, we're, we're bounced around this idea of, of trying to do a project tied into other, uh, podcasts, YouTube channels, et cetera. Maybe that's, that's something we do. Yeah. Maybe that'll be the project. <laughs> so we'll, we'll give more light on that later. I think it's a, yeah, I think that's, you know, earlier when I was saying goals for the podcast, that is a goal. Like I mm-hmm. want to do something. Whether that's a music video or a short film yeah. with the podcast, like just taking the the listeners through something a little more. Like I know we've talked about Kill Game several sure. times, but we never like like there was barely any like behind the scenes or like the nuts and bolts of how it was put together. Agreed. Yeah, like a kind of a ma- master class type format of episodes on different steps pre production. Maybe animation, you know, uh, animatic, uh, mm-hmm. storyboarding, script development way early on, casting, yep. cinematography on set, the color grade, the, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So many different facets of, of what goes into any given project that there's so much to break down. What are, um, what are your goals for this year? I think professionally, uh, I want to work with five new directors on things that I DP. 
so whether that be a music video, a narrative, commercial, whatever, I want to work with because I, I, you know, I have a stable of of people that I collaborate with frequently and again and again and again. So I want to pull five new people into that fold and expand. Uh, you know, get that kind of jump out of my comfort zone. I guess mm-hmm. I'm a very comfortable individual i like to be comfortable and i have to force myself to be uncomfortable what i I, so i'm from dayton which is about an hour north of cincinnati so you're used to being uncomfortable i am (laughs) what i've noticed about the cincinnati film community is they are very comfortable with Mm -hmm. working with who they've always worked with exactly which i think they should branch out every once in a while Shots fired. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. Yeah, I think uh, that's that's kind of a, a theme industry wide. I think yeah, so. If you take a broad example, big film comes to small market. Big film, the DPs attached, the directors, you know, all that stuff's coming in. They tend to bring key positions uh, with them, dudes they've worked with or chicks they've worked with before that they know. You know, the capabilities versus, you know, taking a chance and hiring local, which I get. I totally get. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're not sure of, oh, the first AC in this city, but you know that Billy back in New York or LA, you've done two movies together and he's a whiz, who are you going to choose? Yep. You know, take a chance on the local human being or, or bring Billy. You're going to bring Billy. Mm-hmm. Billy's going to do just fine. But the local may be great, may be better than Billy. Yep. But... It's a trust thing. Any other goals? Let's see. Five new directors. Um, I want to shoot a feature film this year, whether it be a really small thing or something medium-sized. I want to shoot a feature. Just do it. Just go full in and all the prep and everything and and really do it right. Um, So not, not what you've been doing? No. Okay. Well, I've done features as an operator. Yeah. I've done shorts. So do you mean DP a feature? DP a feature. Okay. Yep. Yep. Which I've got a few uh, opportunities in the works, a few projects brewing. So we'll see if one of those materializes this year. Do you have a budget range? No. Um, You don't care if it's a hundred thousand or a million dollar one? I'd say over, over, over half a million, 400 K for the first one. I think and enough to, to be able to do it right and not um, have to compromise on too many things. I, I know, we, you know, you can do a, a, a nice drama, like, talkie for half a million dollars mm-hmm. easily. Like, you can do a great film for that. People do it all the time. Um, so I don't want to do one for too much less than that. I think you, you have to comp- compromise too much, especially on time. And that could be really important. So, uh, other than that, so a feature, five new directors. Um, not really. I think every everything. If I do those two things, like th- any other kind of goals or quasi goals that I have, will will fall into place. You know, probably. Yeah. Um, on our Slack group, I put out a um, question on what people's goals were, and I had a few people respond. Uh, Alex Moan. Hope I'm pronouncing his last name correctly. Um, he's from blackbulbcreative.com. Mm-hmm. Um, he said he would. Um, I've been putting eff- I've been putting an effort to increase all of my personal content. Example: tutorial videos, passion projects, starting a podcast, and collaborating with people in the industry. 
also boosting my knowledge of social strategies for the content and some light SEO education because it's being put to good use. And SEO is search engine optimization. Sure. I remember doing that for my website back in the day, and that was uh, just my mind got so twisted around. I don't understand any of it. So (laughs) good. I'm glad it's working. (laughs) Yeah, I think those are um, totally reasonable. I've checked out some of his stuff, and I think he would probably have no problem knocking that out. Um, Wes Langdon, um, Firehouse Creative, we know him. Um, And also Ray Rushing from Detroit both said exactly the same thing lose 60 pounds by christmas and stop shooting talking heads by labor day wow um by christmas of 2018 yes so 60 pounds that's sure five pounds a month about a pound every week you're the health guy how would he do that a pound a week is is healthy you could do that that's totally healthy any more than that you start getting to two three four pounds a week you are really impacting all your organs. That's not good. But a pound a week is fine. Uh, how would I'm not a health expert, but I can tell you what's worked for me is okay. cutting out carbohydrates. Cut out cut out carbs. Carb intake is huge. That gets converted if you're a sedentary individual. Carbs intake gets trans uh, transformed into fat storage so cut out carbs you'll burn fat simple as that like bread pasta cookies bourbon unfortunately Mm -hmm. beer cut that shit out replace it with fiber with uh veggies fruits fruits are okay carbs you know fructose i didn't know how fruits had carbs oh yeah sure any sugar is carb okay anything with sugar in it so fructose in fruit uh, lactose in milk is a sugar. It's a carbohydrate. Uh, any of that. So yeah, lots more veggies, high fat proteins. Uh, and by proteins, I mean like a, like a beef, uh, high fat beef, you know, high fat chicken, chicken with the skin on it, eggs, bacon, good bacon, not, you know, the stuff you buy at Kroger, but good, like no nitrate, nitrite bacon. Yeah. Okay. Lots of water. And then take exercise easy. Don't try to crush it in the gym because you'll really damage yourself. So just walk. Get up and walk around. If you're if you're sedentary and you just literally stand for four more hours every day and just if you're watching a movie, stand. Watch a movie. Hmm. Stand at your desk. Stand and play the video game. Stand and call your buddy. Don't sit on the couch. Do that. You'll lose a pound a week. It's crazy. <laughs> There's this Saturday Night Live sketch that I saw probably a few years ago. It was like this diet plan. It was a note card and it said like, eat less. And then you flipped it over and it said, move more. Yep. Yeah. Oh, dude. You don't, I don't realize. Well, I, I sit back every once in a while. I'm like, wait, I pretty much sat down the, this entire week. That's why I feel like crap. And I, next week I stand up, just stand and walk around the house. Walk, you know, go for a walk outside, get some fresh air and some sun. You'll feel like a million bucks. Um, for as far as Wes goes for, um, stop shooting talking heads by Labor Day, from what I've heard you say on one of our other podcasts, that sounds like it should be kind of easy for you since you were talking about getting back in the wedding videos, Mm -hmm. um, because you lived in such a hot market for that. It seems like you should just be able to switch to that to replace that income. 
hot market. Was that a um, a uh, play on words there? Sure. The wildfires and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um. So that would be my my uh, take on that. Mm. Just stop doing them if you can replace the income. Seriously. Yeah. You're fine. Quit. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, Real quick, um, we had a guest on the show uh, back in the 90s, not the decade, but the episode number. Yeah, I was like, Uh, wow, we've been on for a while. (laughs) uh, John, I can't read my writing. I can't pronounce his last name. Let me see. Uh, You think you're going to be able to do it? Maybe. Where? On the very top, handwritten. John Maroney? Maybe. Area 52. Yeah. yeah. So Area 52 flicks. Uh, he set out last year to do 52 micro films last year. And yeah, yeah, yeah. he hit that number. He so. hit fi- exactly 52? Yep. Dude. Yep. So there's an example of uh, one of our listeners who crushed their goals last year. That's incredible. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm on Area 52 flicks. 52 mini jazz in improvised film. Yeah, he um wow. He went into December with like 30 like le- less than what he need like quite a bit less than what he needed. And so he had probably I imagine a pretty horrible December. <laughs> wow. He well he also said that so he had uh projects in various stages of completion at any given time. So he's always just bound I don't know John how your mind works like that. But it's super impressive. Mm-hmm. So if anybody hasn't checked it out, go to Area Two Fifty Two Flicks F L I X on Instagram, and he posts every video. He does like short little breakdowns of what went into it, and it's crazy. They're really high quality. Yeah, very avant garde animation, you know. But they all have the social, social or political message. So you got to kind of dig deep and just sit back and you know. Go and do it with open eyes and an open mind and see what you get out of it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah, he's the only one I've found so far that I like experimental films. Really? Is it because of their they're like socially politically charged? Or because they have a meaning or no, maybe I honestly I haven't seen a lot of experimental films. Um, but the ones I've seen are just honestly just junk like really like transformers the last night (laughs) yeah yeah all the superhero it's a weird experimental film um like there's one where they just took a camera out to the woods and they like it basically just feels like they left the camera on while they're walking around the woods like that's an experimental film like no that's just you're just not smart enough to get it frank you just don't understand your your peanut brain is not able to probably i was just saying i wasn't a film snob (laughs) and here i am Oh, uh, no, I don't get a lot of art, man. I'm uh I'm more pop culture like, I don't know, commercial, I guess, but yeah. I like some meaning, some deeper meaning. Been watching anything cool lately? Oh, Black Mirror. Netflix Black Mirror. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, but you. Uh, my brother told me I should really watch that. But sure. he was going to he's like not all the episodes are good. I'm going to send you a list of what to watch, but I'm still waiting on that. I'll say this, like all bourbon, I've never had a bad bourbon because if it's classified as a bourbon, it's good enough for me. Uh, Same thing with Black Mirror. I haven't haven't seen a bad episode. I've seen 
episodes that aren't as good as others, but it's all to taste. Okay. Just like a good bourbon or any bourbon. They're all good. They're all at a certain level, right? There's a, there's a certain bar. Some are way up there. Some are fantastic and could, could stand as, you know, to be broadened out into a feature film. Others are like, oh, that was interesting. Okay. I would say watch it all. Watch honestly. it all. Watch okay. it all and figure out which ones you like. Because there are some, everybody has a different list of like ranked Black Mirror episodes where different films are number one. My brother and I think a lot alike, though. But yeah, all right. I'm just. I, I could wait around three years, so I might as well watch them. Just the watch them. Yeah, they're they're not. None of them are bad. I'm still waiting on this uh, list from you too. Of uh, you said uh, last episode yeah. you're going to send me a list. <laughs> might be waiting three years on that. Too. You might. You might. No, just send me a reminders and texts and poke and prod. Anything else you're watching? Uh, saw the Last Jedi. Which which side of the very divided camp are you on? Uh, I'm on the negative side. The kind of wanted to walk out in the first like half hour. Honestly, yeah. Well, gorgeous film, absolutely gorgeous, visually stunning, great effects, great performances. I had issues with story stuff with uh well established you know physics <laughs> points if you want to call it that like within the Star Wars universe and things happen in the last jedi that you just go what what how does that make sense so crazier physics wise than the stuff they pulled off in the prequels yeah, that made sense to me. This, it's like, okay, you set up all this stuff over seven episodes. And then now this happened. Why didn't anybody do this back in episode <laughs> three or four? This is my problem with most superhero movies that they do the same type of stuff, though. And I get it. Yeah, I totally but, get it. But for those like one-offs and yeah, I don't know. I, I can discount it or you know, suspension of disbelief, whatever you want to say with this with such an established reputation you know what it just was frustrating it was really frustrating things i didn't get character motivations that didn't make sense to me like you did this in the last movie why are you now acting like this that's not you why would you do that who are you you know it just felt disingenuine you know yeah i'm generally a star wars fan um, used to be a huge one. Um, everyone that I know who also used to be a big Star Wars fan with me hmm. said avoid it. it. I still want to see it. You like, should. There's, there's um, the, one of the movie theaters in town does a $5 Wednesday. Yeah. I kind of want to see it still in IMAX 3D while, while I still can. See the biggest and best so, you can. It's gorgeous. It's absolutely gorgeous. It has some of the best looking sequences in any film, any Star Wars film. Some the best lightsaber fight, I think. The best like battle sequence. It's gorgeous. But character motivations, story points, force physics, all that just what? Anyway, frustrating. Okay. Beautiful but frustrating. Yeah. What about you? 
Um, most recent film I saw was Murder on the Orient Express. How was that? Didn't live up to what I thought it would be. Did you see the original? No. Okay. Was it pretty? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I, I think I read 65 millimeter film. Mm-hmm. It looks nice. Big budget. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, Kenneth it really Branagh, f- right? What? Kenneth Branagh directed and starred in. I'm really bad with names. That's sh- that's another goal I should probably have this year is get better at that. Sure. But, um, yeah, he did Thor. Okay. Uh, I mean, he's a great director and a great actor. What do you think? Hmm. Honest review. I just it 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 had so much potential. It just kind of fell flat. And I can't even explain why. It just like it was so so many like it was kind of unbelievable to a certain point where they didn't have to make it that way. Mm. Um, this is again not seeing the original film. Um, also, like some of the some of the camera movements actually took me out of the film. Like there was these um, like jib, like unmotivated jib shots and stuff. And it, I saw some behind the scenes stuff that it was like, whoa, you went over the top. Mm-hmm. But I guess that's that's what they're going for. Some epic, you know, uh, visual epic. It certainly wasn't like horrible. It just it hmm. fell short of what I what we thought it was going to be. Was it like Clue on a Train? Yep. Okay, because that's what it looked like. Yep. Cool. That's what I want out of it. Mm-hmm. So it'll probably live up to my expectations. Probably. Yeah, Clue on a Train with yeah. Johnny Depp. <laughs> yeah. uh, it was Mrs. Peanut Butter in with a with a Twix bar in the in the first car. That's yeah. pretty much how it happens. Cool. Yeah. <sighs> cool. 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 So we should probably wrap it up now. Um, yeah. Social media. FDB at FDB podcast. At Follow FDB everywhere. Yeah, uh, leave us a review and rating. We haven't asked in a while. Uh, we have a. It seems a lot more, a lot of new listeners from when the last time we asked. So really, if um, it's getting numbers are going up. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. See, hear that, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> Kidding. Missed so that yeah, leave us a review and rating. We'll uh, we'll give you a shout out on the show. Sure. Follow us on social media. Um, anything else? Uh, no, man, just a happy new year. Uh, welcome back to the show. Uh, stay tuned for, I think good things. I think we've got good things in store. I think we've got a good plan. Uh, you know, Frank's, uh, taking charge. He took, he's taking control of the wheel and steering us out of the shadows and in, into the bright blue sky on the glassy open waters of this beautiful ocean. And I don't know if that makes any sense, but we're going to do sure. cool stuff. Yeah. With some bourbon, it does. Yeah. Um, uh, and yeah. I will open it up. Um, I, I know I originally just asked the Slack, the Slack group what their goals were, but like now just any of our listeners. Sure. Tell us what your goals are. I'd be interested to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Do you set goals and what are they? Yep. 2018. Cool, man. No, I'm excited. We we're going to have some good stuff and looking forward to doing it with you. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, cheers. Cheers. This podcast is produced by Frank Steele and recorded live at Gwyn Sound Studio. Find out more at GwynSound.com.